Hello, and welcome back to Where Our Minds Take Us. This is your host, Isaac, bringing you one of our first mini-episodes. And today I have on our guest speaker, or co-host, Michaela, who happens to also be my girlfriend. Michaela, what are we talking about today? Hello. So today we are going to do some relationship cards, and they are 101 conversation starters for couples. And this game was developed by the marriage expert Gary Chapman, who also wrote The Five Love Languages. So that should be pretty interesting. Sounds interesting. Yeah. All right, let's, uh, I guess let's just start it off. Start the first card. Okay. First one. If you were to adopt a child from another country, which country would it be? That's interesting. Uh, Um, I guess I'll go first. uh I mean... I would probably just adopt from here in the United States. Why is that? I, I mean, there's plenty of, I feel like there's plenty of like children without homes that need families here in our own country. So it doesn't really make sense to me to go outside the country, you know, looking for other people. Yeah, I think um, that brings up a pretty interesting topic where as it's, it's a great thing that people adopt from different countries, but What about the foster system in America and how there's kids that need homes that aren't aren't getting homes because we're going elsewhere. So I think that's a good I think that's a good answer. Yeah, I mean I just say like start start with your community and I mean local if you can, but I mean the United States is our you know, our community in a general sense. Um, I mean, I'm not going to say anything bad about people who adopt outside the country because yeah. they're not doing anything wrong. Those children need to be adopted just as much as anyone else. But And they have they have their uh, heart is in the right place, I think. Yeah, but uh, I, I think it's kind of a, I think it's kind of a fad. It's kind of a Especially, kind of I jump think on the bandwagon and with- adopt. A kid from somewhere else. Yeah, and especially with churches. I know a lot of people from my right. church. Um, yeah, and how many children, you know, just in that church's community probably need adopted or need help in some way or another. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure they do some stuff, but. Yeah. And that brings a whole other topic that we probably shouldn't even get into because we could probably talk about this for hours. But okay. I think we should go to the next question. So I'll have you read it off. Okay. Um, let's see here. The circus act that most reminds me of my job is. Okay, you first on this one since I went first on the last one. Oh, no. Um, probably a whole bunch of flying monkeys. (laughs) Flying monkeys? Is that a circus act? Well, uh, everybody, I'm sure you guys don't know. I'm sure that was just Wizard of Oz, babe. (laughs) Well, it's a thing. Oh, maybe. I don't know. But I go to beauty school, and I also work with children. So when you're around a whole bunch of girls, you could all say they're pretty squirrely. <laughs> and then a whole bunch of you know kids, they like they're pretty crazy too. So so what's worse, the kids or the girls? Ooh, definitely probably the girls. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine so. Yeah. I. Uh, I imagine the kids are a little bit easier to uh, deal with. 
Yeah, a lot less drama, I'd say. Right. Um, I but I mean, they're probably a little bit less good at sharing. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. Okay. I guess uh, for me to answer that question, I'm like the ticket bitch, <laughs> <laughs> or uh, maybe like the uh, yeah the ticket bitch. People come in and they're like, "This is what I want," and then I give it to them, and I can't say anything about it. So. Well, and if I say something, then, you know, they're going to bonk me on the head or something. Yeah, that's a good depiction of what it's like. I don't know. All right. Next one. When you were growing up, where did your family go on vacations? Describe those <laughs> vacations. Okay. You can go first. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I have... Honestly, traveled my whole life. I've gone to many different places. I've been to Hawaii. I've been to many different states, actually. And okay, so what was your favorite place? Ooh, my favorite. Growing up or recently? Mm, just throughout your entire life. Mm. Both. Well, there was one that I went on with you. That was a lot of fun. We went on a cruise to Mexico. Uh, I, I guess I guess I said both, but we should probably stick to growing up since that was the question. Mm. I don't I don't think that one counts, although that one was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. For those of you that don't know, we went to uh, Mexico on a cruise uh, last December. It was a good time. It was a good time. I liked it. Um, I've been to I've been on another cruise. That was really fun. I think probably just going on road trips. Those are a lot of fun. They all have their own experiences. Mm -hmm. It's really crazy when you travel with my dad. <laughs> yep. um, he he uh, definitely brings a lot of, of uh, character to our trip. So no okay. trip is ever the same. <laughs> okay, so what was your favorite still, though? My favorite? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's really hard. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe... In the, uh, there's one trip I went on, and it was a girl's trip, but it was with my family. It was with my cousin, my aunt, and okay. me, and we went and we visited uh, my mom's old hometown, and mm -hmm. she she looks like this white little old, not old lady, but she looks like a white little blonde lady, and she just goes... So like Angela from The Office. Yeah, she's very, <laughs> she's very just... Her outside does not match her inside. She on the inside she is gangster. She oh, okay. will go Scary. from zero to one hundred real quick. And so that's it's pretty fun to see her in her element because that part of her was really cool to see mm -hmm. from where she lived and we got to visit, you know, the gravesite of her grandpa and I know we just had a fun girls trip, I guess. It sounds like a fun time. One of my favorite times. Yeah, what about you? Um, so I grew up and my family didn't go on a lot of vacations and we just didn't have a lot of money. But uh, I, I know we went on – we actually went to Hawaii one time when I was like I think fifth grade. But the funny thing about that trip was we stayed with my uh, stepdad's friend. And uh, he was, uh, he was an, like an officer in the Army, I, I believe. And he was so tired. He was like on his leave time. He was so tired. He didn't want to do anything. So we spent most of our time just sitting around at his house. And it was probably one of the most boring vacations I've ever been on. But that's still pretty cool that you got the opportunity to be in a different place. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. interesting. Um, 
but I got to say my favorite one was, uh, wasn't really one. And some people might not consider it a vacation, but I always loved going to, we, we, we would have family reunions in usually the summer, like around July. I think usually we do them around 4th of July. <clears throat> and my uh, great grandparents, they lived in Southern Oregon. So we'd go on a road trip down there and, you know, all my family and extended family and extended, extended family would show up and they lived out in the woods. And, you know, when I was like eight, nine years old, it was just awesome because it's like all my cousins are there and we'd go explore and we'd, you know, there's a pond and our uncle would take us, catch frogs and lizards. And one of my uncles would always do magic tricks, but. You'd never explain how you'd do them and drive me nuts, and I'd try to figure it out. So, yeah, I, I think those family reunions were some of my favorite, like, I guess, summertime vacations. Mm -hmm. Closest thing to vacation we did. That sounds fun. It's mm -hmm. a good thing to look forward to. All right, next question. I'll let you read this one. This one should be interesting. Okay. Can you recall a first date during which you immediately knew there would not be a second date? <laughs> it was me. Yeah, <laughs> <I'm> kidding. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to see you no more. Uh -oh. No, this has the been the longest first date I've ever been on in my life. Oh, I'm sure. No, I. So there was a point in my life where I just went on a whole bunch of dates, and I'd say there's some pretty interesting ones, and I'd say I couldn't really pick one specifically, but there's one that comes to mind. And I went on a first date with this guy from Tinder. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and there was something about it where before I'd even met him, I got really freaked out and I thought... So why'd you go still? I don't know. I just had a really bad feeling in my in my, in my brain or I don't know. I just, just... I didn't feel right. Just a little advice. Usually if you have a really bad feeling, maybe you shouldn't do it. <laughs> exactly. And I, I definitely... I it's like have. that survival instinct kicking so in. So I, I started off and I, I went, um, and I told my friend and my mom where I was going. So, cause I, I knew that there's a bad feeling. So mm -hmm. this guy shows up and we go to this pizza place and it's more like an Italian restaurant and he buys us a whole pizza. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good so far. Uh huh. And it, it goes okay. And. Uh, but then he starts telling me that he's into some hardcore drugs. Oh, that's it's always a good like uh, good lead when you're then, on a first date. Mind you, before he <laughs> before we'd even gone on a date, he said he was some good little Christian boy who wouldn't do anything. Okay. And then he told me on the date that he wasn't and that he was looking for one night stands. And you if know what? Anyone knows me, I'm not like that. I always feel like. You know, the best way to proceed on a first date is to, you know, just completely, like, go against everything you told the person <laughs> that you were like. Yeah. You know, just completely, you know, I like to just, like, flip the table and keep people guessing. <laughs> oh, that's a great strategy yeah. right there. But, no, it ended, and then here's where it got really uncomfortable. So, he followed me back to my car. Okay. And Creepy. He wanted to hang out more, and I had a feeling like this guy just wants wants more. You know what I mean? Right. 
And so he sits in the passenger seat of my car and he starts trying to make out with me. Mm, okay. That was nice of him to invite himself in. On the first date. <laughs> and I'm not the type of girl who kisses on the first date. You gotta wait, you know what I mean? Okay. And he just goes for it and I say I'm uncomfortable and it's so awkward and he just leaves. Okay. Um I gotta say props to this guy. He had some big balls because he, you know, pulled some really risky moves there. <laughs> as far as like you know, telling you he was one way and then showing up and being a different way. You know, yeah. just going in for the kiss. Yeah. I'm kind of I mean, curious, like, has that worked for him in the past? What, like, what was his game plan there? Was he just winging it? Well, you know, I think it probably has. I think he wasn't really looking for a long-term relationship, if you know what I mean. So yeah. I think maybe just going for it can work with some girls, but not me. Okay. Yeah. All right. you? Have you gone on any... Um, unfortunately I'm boring and I, I can't really say I have, I wish I did. I wish I had an interesting story to tell, but, That's uh, okay. um, <clears throat> excuse me. Oh man. <laughs> Sorry. I had a couple beers and it's making, giving me like indigestion. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I haven't really dated people unless I was like certain that I wanted to, you know, or I was fairly certain that they were someone that I wanted to meet. That's pretty good. So I guess we can just move on to the next one. All right. What do we got? So here's the next one. You want to read it or you want me? Yeah, I got it. If you were offered the opportunity to be one of the contestants in Survivor, would you do it? If yes, what do you imagine would be the hardest thing for you to cope with? So Mm. Survivor, I mean, that was kind of like a, a reality show. Like it was mostly fake, right? You know, I heard that, but I feel like it would still be kind of a difficult thing to do. I'll be honest, I don't remember the show well enough to know what would be the most difficult part. <laughs> well, I used to, I actually used to watch it, and they survive, and then they do um, challenges, challenges, right? and then they get voted. They vote for each other to get voted off, um, and okay. then the last one. Wins. See, I think that would probably maybe be the hardest part was just like. Getting people to like you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just be like, fuck you guys. I'm doing my own thing. Right. And then and they so wouldn't like me. If they're just going to vote each other off, then like, what's the point of even surviving, right? So in, in reality, it's not really a survivor. It's more like a popularity contest. Mm-hmm. So you you would say like that's the most difficult part for you as well? or? Um. Yeah, I would say that. Okay, because I, I don't really feel like the rest of it would be super difficult since, from what I understand, most of it is pretty, like, kind of staged. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a really reality show. Well, I also feel like most of them have, are pretty in shape, so that's probably got to count for something, right? That's true. I'd probably be, like, dying out of breath. <laughs> we both, you and me both. I, like, walk up the stairs at work sometime. It's, like, the <laughs> most cardio I get for, like, weeks. <laughs> Uh, it's it's actually getting bad because it's getting to the point where I walk by the elevator and I look at it and I'm like, should I take the elevator? <laughs> I'm like, no, that's pathetic. Oh, no. Always take the stairs, right? Yeah. So are we going on to the next one then? Okay. Yes. If you were given five acres of land, where would you want it to be and what would you want to do with it? Oh, man. You, you go first. Hmm. I, I gotta like, think about this. I feel like this is definitely a question up your alley, but I think one thing I would really love to do 
is probably just own a big piece of land with probably a garden and animals. I love animals. Probably horse, a horse. Okay. And maybe some sheep. Something boring. Maybe just put a big house on it mm-hmm. with a porch and wrap around porch. Of course. Every and a swing set. Every single stream. But like one of those swing sets that's like a big bench. The cute ones that you can see the sunset with and drink a nice tea. You can have two people on it. Hot summer day. Yeah, that sounds like a dream of mine. And preferably with a really, really nice kitchen. Mm, I thought you were going to say with a really hot guy. Mm, <laughs> that too. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, I, I kind of already know. Like, hmm. it's sort of. Sort of, kind of. I would probably buy land, like, eh, maybe in eastern Oregon or, like, um, if I wanted to stay real local. If I didn't want to stay local, maybe, like, Alaska. But um, mm-hmm. I had already been looking at land in eastern Oregon. It was a uh, little, little chunk parcel of government. Well, the government was selling the land, and it was surrounded by BLM land. So uh, I was like, well, it'd be cool to, like, buy that and it was just undeveloped there's nothing on it and you could just build like a little log cabin mm-hmm. and use that as like a hunting cabin It'd be yeah. like kind of your base of operation you could go hunt in the area around it but that's kind of what i would do with that i'd probably or maybe if i want to be more practical i just buy it somewhere nearby and put a house on it yeah. <laughs> that's probably realistically that's probably the better idea but you know i like to fantasize that's okay. That sounds like a really good idea. That's pretty neat. Yeah. All right, the next one. So it says, if money or a child care were no object, would you be, or what would be your idea of the perfect New Year's Eve? And I thought this one was perfect because I think we should discuss how our New Year's Eve was this year. Hey, I had a good time at our New Year's Eve. It was interesting. It was interesting. That means she doesn't <laughs> like it. Well, it was good. I just think it's it. It, and, Which yeah. is it? Is it good or bad? It started off interesting and it ended really interesting. Yeah? Is that is that how you want to describe it? Yeah, I'd say we all probably had a little bit too much to drink. Yeah, I made that throw-up juice, so that yeah. was fun. And I can, I can truthfully tell you that it was throw-up juice because that's what happened to me. Yeah, it was. At the end of the good. night. Um, <laughs> I, was, I was there. I, I didn't throw up, but I, and, uh, I was pretty much there. We had some friends hanging off the balcony. Balcony. And yeah, there's some interesting pictures of that out there. It looks could, like he's about to die. Yep. There's just a black abyss below him. Oh, man. Oh, that was funny. That was really funny. But, um, yeah, I just I passed out at the end of the night. Yeah. I, I mean, I had fun still. It was fun. It's occasionally fun to get, you know, pretty... It's it's okay to overdo it from time to time. And, you know, I've never been, you know, I'm 21, so I've never been very, I haven't really drinking that much to the point where I've actually gotten sick or actually blacked out. But, you know, it was an experience and it was a first time. I can't say me. the same thing about myself. Well, you know, <laughs> we were in the Marine Corps, so that, that makes sense. Uh, we, we drank uh, beer like it was water, <laughs> pretty much. Runs in your veins. But you still didn't answer what would be your ideal New Year's Eve. Hmm. How would you have improved that night? Obviously, probably by not throwing up. Hmm. That would be one way. I mean, I think next time, maybe going to like, 
I don't know. Maybe going out to dinner and having just a night in of, like, me and you and sitting next to the TV and... Yeah. Just, I don't know, snuggling and... Watching the ball drop. Watching the ball drop. Just something casual instead of a big rager party with a throw-up juice. Mm. That probably would have been a lot more ideal. But yeah. See, I, I want a bigger party with more throw-up juice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. No, I, I, I regretted my decisions the next morning. As I felt pretty I, awful. Yeah. Okay. Who is the most joyful person you know? Mm. Me, obviously. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. That's completely true. Not a lie at all. No. No. I don't know. It's a tough one. Who's the most joyful person you know? That's a hard thing to answer. Hmm. Yeah, I have to think about that too. Hmm. Uh, I think for me, I think the most joyful people I know are probably the uh, old ladies at my church, <clears throat> or probably the old ladies that I work with at um, the salon. They come in every, they come in every single week, and I do their little roller sets, and they're just sweet and caring, <laughs> and they don't really have much care in the world because they're all retired and. They're great old ladies, joyful and right. Yeah. I guess I would say probably. I mean, I don't know. There's a couple people at work. There's one guy named. Oh, I'm not gonna name names. But he's he's real friendly, but you know, my cynical ass. I'm like, oh, why is he so friendly? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't trust this guy. He's too friendly. Yeah. Um, our front desk lady. She's really friendly too. Yeah. I feel like you kind of got to be real. Friendly. You know who's really joyful? Who is? Oh, the cat's on the counter. Hey, yeah. get down. Anyways, you know who was really joyful was the uh, the cruise cruise director for our cruise <laughs> to Mexico. It's Emma. Yeah, she was English. It was very. Yeah. I I just I can't help but wonder like. Her life. Is she like that all the time? Like she has just to be, show? She, she has to be on 24-7. I don't know how she does it. She does it from, what did she say, like 6 a.m. all the way to like 10 p.m. at night, and then she'd have to wake up the next day and do it all over again. Something crazy like that. I and don't know. I don't even know if it'd be worth the money because you'd be doing it all day, every day. And do no they breaks. even make that good of money? You know, I have no idea. Yeah. I wonder what their time off is like, though. It could maybe be worth it if you had – Big chunks of time off. Well, I, and you know, and it would definitely be hard because she, remember how she said she was also married to another cruise director who oh, yeah. was That's on a crazy. different ship. So I don't know how that works. Yeah. Your schedule. How would you get your schedule? Actually, I, I remember she, her saying, because we, we went to that show where she talked about herself. Yeah. And did she say that the she company that they aligns their, their vacation time, yeah. time together? Yeah. yeah. Still, that's crazy. Yeah. Talk about long distance. He was on the other side of the, like the other side of the United States too, I think. Yeah. Wasn't he? And she say she was, he was over in the Atlantic. Really? I thought I don't so. Because we were over in the Pacific. We, oh. we were down uh, on this side of Mexico, Mazatlan and Puerto Vallarta and Cabo. Mm-hmm. Good times. Yeah. Anyways. <clears throat> Excuse me. Complete this sentence. It would make me a better person if I were more like you in the way you. Oh. 
This is a good one. So, like me and you? So, what is uh, one way that we would be a better person if we were, or how do you, how would you say it? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. What are, what are the good qualities about each other that would make us a better person? I don't know. You tell me. No. <laughs> you, can't, you can't ask me for the answer. I like, definitely think we're a lot different people in some ways, and I think that yeah. we both have strengths that the other could really benefit from. Yeah, I'm, I'm far stronger. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, physically. Physically. But I think you have a good way of seeing things rationally, mm. whereas I go off of a lot of emotions. Okay. That's fair. And that's a that's a good strength of yours. You can you don't get triggered as easily as I can be. Oh, uh, you kind of have a you kind of have to have a little bit of thick skin in the uh, you know military well, Marine Corps, but I imagine it's across all services. I would think so. Yeah, if I was easily offended, I would have been having a really hard time. <laughs> yeah, that's why I didn't go in. Cause... Yeah. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to do that. Um, for me, I would just say, you know, I, it comes to mind just like uh, you're very uh, you're, you're very ma- maternal, I guess, <laughs> for lack of a better word. You're very loving and kind and uh, selfless. I, I think definitely selfless. I could probably be a little more selfless. I tend to focus on myself more than I probably should, which I, I don't think doing it some is bad, but, you know, at a certain point it could be wrong. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's kind of what I would say about that. Yeah, I think that's a good, mm-hmm. good thing. You want to move on? Yeah. Oh, this is a deep one. I don't know. Um, should we talk about it? Sure, why not? When in your life would you say your self-esteem was the lowest? This is a topic right here. Mm -hmm. Would you like to start it off? (laughs) Okay, sure. Um, Honestly, I'd say probably my freshman year of high school. Oh, yeah, that's a long time ago. Um, (laughs) This is pretty personal, but, you know, whatever. I'll get into it. Um, It's over. It's in the past. Um... At the time, I, I so I had been going to Cascade High School uh, prior to that, and then I, I went to a new school my freshman year because we had moved. And when we went to this new school, you know, I was pretty excited about it. I was I was just, I was just really excited. I was excited to like mm-hmm. kind of start new, clean slate. And I thought, well, I'll get a chance to kind of make a name for myself. That was what I was thinking in my head. But we went there and. You know, it just, it, it wasn't fun. <laughs> it was bad. The people there were really clicky. They were not friendly. They were, they were mean to me. You know, I didn't really have any friends there. Like I had a couple of acquaintances and I had friends from my old school and I was fairly close to where I used to go to school. So I could still see those friends on like the weekend or after school if I wanted to, but mm-hmm. just like being at that school was just draining to me. And, uh, it just, it really destroyed my self-esteem. I was just like, well, what's wrong with me? Why can't I make friends here? And I mean, ultimately there's nothing wrong with me. They're just mean people. It's kind of how life is at that age. And, uh, 
you know, I kind of learned from it and I moved on. And then I went back to my old school after that. And things got a lot better. Yeah. I, I think I still carried like some self-esteem issues for a while after that. Mm-hmm. A lot of those were tied to like, just like I was a real skinny kid back then. So I was always kind of like self-conscious about how small I was. Yeah. I felt, I felt weak and I was weak. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. the thing. It wasn't, that wasn't actually completely in my head. It, it kind of was true. I was small and skinny and weak, but uh, it really affected how I saw myself and how I, my confidence in myself. But, you know, you learn, you grow up and I grew out of it. Yeah. It's not something I think about anymore. And obviously I'm not skinny anymore. So yeah, you're pretty big, huh? <laughs> yeah. I got a big belly. That's for sure. No, you got some big arms. Uh, yeah, big arms and a big belly. That's <laughs> okay, I like it. Well, I oh, think... okay, there's that. <laughs> well, I think self-esteem for me has been my whole life a struggle, and I think Isaac Isaac knows that because we've been. Um, I've just talked to him about it, but I think throughout my whole life I've been overweight, and I've always seen myself as really. I mean, you're not overweight now. Yes, but I, I was I was a pretty big girl. I mean, she, she'd like to think she's overweight now, but she's not. And I think that's another <laughs> whole issue that I have now is um, maybe some sort of body dysmorphia or something. But um, I get bullied a lot for being bigger, and I just felt really undesirable because you see a lot of these girls. And, you know, at this point, I was... I was always working out all the time, but I think it's just the things I eating, I was eating and not being very knowledgeable and um, knowing like how to lose the weight. And then I've also had some emotional struggles where it made it hard for me to, to, you know, I would find food as a comfort. And so then I kind of had to push through that and I had to realize there's this one Bible verse that I read and it was, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. And it wasn't until last year that I had read this verse um, at work. And then I realized, you know, it doesn't matter what people think of me and I just need to feed my body in a way that um, makes, makes me feel good for myself and makes me healthy. So obviously I've lost a lot of weight from then and I, I still have my days, but, you know, I don't think it's ever, I think self-esteem is, uh, is something that you will have your low, low days of, and you just got to push through it. So do you think like you've recovered from that or is that still something you struggle with? I think it's something I struggle with for sure. Okay. And I think any girl my age could probably say the same thing. Do you have like any ideas of how you overcome that how I've overcome it or how you could how I could how have you um I've well well I guess you said with that that verse yeah that verse I think trusting in God and not not everyone believes in God but also maybe just talking self-love to yourself and instead of putting yourself down Find something that, that uplifts your soul and your personality. and mm. um, Have people surround you who love you and can help you through things. Maybe even find a counselor. Find somebody to talk to, your therapist. 
I went to a therapist and she was absolutely awful and didn't help me at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, some help. And if that's what you need to do, I think that's a great option. So, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Very cool. Okay. You can uh, go ahead and read the next if you want. Okay. Let's see. Um, hmm. Well, there's a lot of weird ones. Oh, name three jobs or careers you are definitely not suited for. Oh, okay. <laughs> mm, number one, the Marine Corps. Yeah. <laughs> I would cry. <laughs> You'd be surprised. There's a lot of people that were in there that probably shouldn't have been in there. You think? Yeah, definitely. Like people like me? <laughs> I'm pretty people emotional. People like you. I probably get through it. Hmm. The thing about Marine Corps boot camp and stuff is, you know, it's the big leap is just joining. Once you're in boot camp, there's, I mean, you're stuck. There's you nothing ha- you can do about no, it. No, you have to do it. The only way you're getting out is if you, like, you know, break yourself really bad or have some serious mental breakdown. Yeah, that would be me. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty hard to get out of it. And even if, like, something bad happens, like, say you break your foot. Mm-hmm. they'll just put you in like a was it med platoon or whatever and then you sit around while you heal for a few months and then you pick back up with the next training platoon or company Ooh. yeah I'm staying away and then from that's how you spend like two years in boot camp <laughs> I don't know if that's possible <laughs> that's but a, oh. I, I know there's guys that have been in boot camp for quite some time because of that they go in they get hurt they get put in the medical holding and then they Put them back through. Hmm. Well, I probably would talk my way out of it. Yeah? Yeah. Talk your way out of what? Or maybe cry my way out of it. I don't think that would work. Ugh. Plenty of people cried. (laughs) (laughs) All right. If if you want to make your life worse there, you you can cry. Oh, man. Yeah. See, that's why I don't learn real quick not to cry. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so what's, what's a job that? You're not suited for you think. Okay. Are we just going like shot for shot? Yeah. Okay. Um, what am I not suited for? Probably doing IT. What? <laughs> no. Which is what I do. You're great at it, I think. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm bad at it. I'm just saying it's it doesn't suit me very well, but mm-hmm. that's all right. I'm doing I'm doing it to pay bills, so sometimes uh-huh. you do things just to pay bills, right? Oh uh, yeah. I think so, but I think you should also go for something that, you know, your heart is desiring. And yeah, it's not that bad. I make it sound worse than it is, but yeah, it's not something that I, like, enjoy superbly. Like, it's not my passion in life or anything yeah. crazy like that. And you'll get there. I think you just need, need to find that passion, and I support you. Okay. Thank you. So, yeah. And I think another job that I'm not suited for is probably, like, a beekeeper. Because I'm pretty sure that I'm allergic to bees. Okay, that's a good reason not got, to be a beekeeper. Yeah, I got stung once, and my whole leg swelled up. Yeah, you should probably stay away from them then. So, you know, I I really don't know if I'm allergic. I guess that puts the nail in the coffin for your uh, beekeeping. Uh, I know, career. Your career, your dreams. Ugh, shucks. Yeah, that's too bad. I'm mm. sorry. It's okay. I think you can find something else, though. Maybe. Excuse me. <laughs> You're a little burpy today, huh? Yeah. All right. Do you really want to? We're not done. With you want to keep going? Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, we got three each. 
So you name two, I name one. Okay, keep going. You're okay, next. I will. Um, I just had one on my mind, and I've already forgotten. Don't what was I going to say? Another one? Oh, yeah. I was going to say pretty much anything in the medical field. Mm. Why is that? Uh, I, just, I just don't think I would like it. Do you not like blood? Are you like one of those people? No, I don't mind blood. I just don't really feel like, you know, putting people's bones back together and I think that sounds guts. I think that sounds really interesting. Ugh. And I really Gross. I love poking people with needles. You know, this thing I don't have any <laughs> problem with like say like like dressing or like uh, gutting an animal like a deer, but something about like working on a live human it just makes me cringe. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do it. I don't think I'd like it. Maybe I could. Who knows? I guess I haven't. Can't knock it till I try it, right? Yeah. Maybe I should go become a nurse, <laughs> a male nurse. Hey, you'd be a pretty hot male nurse there. Yeah, would I? Mm. My beer belly. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the last career that is definitely not made for me would be. Hmm. I don't know. Probably, uh, I wouldn't want to be, oh, a mathematician. Yeah. Yeah. I can't do math for the life of me. No? No, I'm really bad at it. That's fair. I can't do math very well either. Yeah, it's definitely not something that I'm interested in. That was one of my weakest subjects as well. Yeah. When I was in school. Um, I guess for me, I say for my last one, uh, I, mean, I could say mathematician too, but I'll 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 be unique and say something different. Mm-hmm. I'll say uh, beautician. <laughs> <laughs> so if you if you're listening and you don't know, uh, Michaela is going to beauty school right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah. she's good at that stuff. I wouldn't be. I would say I'm the more artistic one, and you're more of the matter of fact. Yeah, matter of fact. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Straight to the point. Yeah, but yeah, I, I couldn't do stuff like that, obviously. It's, it's kind of a joke, but... I think that's one good thing, though, about us, is that we are different. Yeah, except we both suck at math. Yeah, that might be a problem. It could be a problem. <laughs> no, you might as well just break up now. Yeah, because if we're ever married and we have to do bills, we're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd say that you're maybe just a little bit better at math, so I'll let you do that. Oh, Oh, thanks for the honors of being a little bit better. You're welcome. I think you're a lot better than math. You think I'm better at math? Yeah, I'm dumb. Oh, yeah. I guess you gotta do them. <laughs> if you're dumb and worse than me, then yeah, we're screwed. We've got some. You need some help. <laughs> okay, what's the what's the next topic? Let's see here. Do that one. Okay. What non-biblical historical event would you like to have witnessed? Okay. Ooh. I oh, okay. Before we start this one, are we in this time period? Like, are we, do we have, so say, like, we were in a war zone. Could we just witness it, or would we have to be in it and have... Let's just say, let's just keep it, like, specific to what they're saying. So just witness like, you're there, but you're not, like, an actor in it. So kind of like a ghost. Sure. Yeah, think okay. of it that way. Cool. You're like, kind of viewing it, but not 
yeah. affected by it. I'll let you go first in this one because I'm sure you know. Oh man, see, that's <laughs> a that's the problem here is there's so many of them. Yeah. I don't know if I could name one. You do like your history. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like kind of cliche, but like just World War Two, that'd be crazy just to see that in person. I I can't even begin to comprehend. Mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty much any of the major wars. Um, I definitely would have liked to see like just the Roman Empire at its peak, maybe uh, right around when Ju- right after Julius Caesar took over, or even during him his time, just to be able to see what that was actually like in person. Now, I can't even I can't imagine. It's, it blows my mind thinking about it. Be crazy, be the coolest thing ever. I would. I'd cut off my leg to see that. <laughs> I wouldn't do that, but that'd be pretty neat. Yeah, and I—I I mean, there's a lot of other things too. Like, um, I think just seeing like the the American frontier during the early mid 1800s would be really awesome too. Yeah. Just to see what that was actually like. Hmm. That's pretty. Cool. Which actually, that's uh, <clears throat> that's kind of a another pod, some more podcasts that I plan on getting into is uh kind of the American frontier and hmm. how the settlers moving West interacted with the native Americans during that time. I think uh, there's a lot of interesting content to talk about there. Yeah. That sounds like something that everyone should be tuning in on for yeah. sure in the near future. Yeah. I think the one thing that I would want to witness would probably be, Hmm. Historical event. What event? Yeah, I think maybe the wars, but like not being in the war, but maybe experiencing what it was like back home. Hmm. Maybe like, you know, the 50s or something would be cool too. Um, so like during the Korean War? No, just like, I don't know. I, I, I like that time period. I think it's interesting about um kind of the roles. and. Um, what do you mean? Just how how women kind of picked up um, the slack, I guess, back home when their husbands were away. I think that's kind of interesting. You mean while they? Oh, you mean like how they were working for factories during? Yeah. While they were away at war. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they also that had would their own families. That definitely would have been more relevant in the forties during World War Two. Oh, see, you know, you know more <laughs> than I do. It's okay. I sound stupid, but no, it's it's fine. Um, I mean, I'm I'm sure there's a little bit of it during the Korean War. I don't know to what extent, but the Korean War just wasn't as wasn't as large scale as World War Two was. Although I I also think that a lot of the times, though, that was very romanticized. Um, you know, the war. Di- yeah, during you know today's time. We see a lot of movies about, you know, women falling in love with, you know, some guy in Oh, some sailor fine whatever. Or, yeah, and Well I I think uh I think uh that idea that romanticiz romanticize romanticization, you know what I mean. Yeah. Of that 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 idea actually it's it, it was something kind of romanticized in that time period as well was it oh yeah they, it was i guess you could say propaganda hmm. it was kind of the you know the right thing to do 
I mean, it, I think it was probably World mm-hmm. War Two. Not probably World War Two definitely was because huh. just the uh, situation with uh, you know Nazi Germany. They were it was, an, it was an evil regime, and they they wanted to you know conquer countries and kill people and murder innocents and whatnot. But uh, even like World War One and prior to that, just the idea of like the the, the 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 woman, the wife staying at home while her brave man goes to fight a war and comes back a hero. That was kind of a, um, what would you call that? I guess cliche. Not cliche, but. Yeah, uh, it's cliche. I mean, it is cliche, but there's a word for that. I'm just losing it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it was kind of, you know, what people. And, and, and this was before, you got to think this was before internet. This was before. You know, telephones were in their infancy. Uh, mm-hmm. Planes were brand new. Well, you know, it's really, it's actually, you know, I... Pe- pe- people just didn't know the reality of war. Well, I did. I know a lot of old ladies that I do their little roller sets at, at school. And they married a lot of guys who were in, mm-hmm. you know, in the wars back then. And they love their husbands well, and, sure i'm sure you know, they do I, I think a lot of their stories sounded you know like one of those love stories and so i think that can help happen to some people yeah but that's uh what is it that's survivor's bias or whatever confirmation survivor's bias i think yeah. or survivor confirmation i'm not sure what the term is there because mm-hmm. you're getting the stories of the ones who lived through it you're not getting the stories of the you know husbands that never came home yeah, that must have been tough. And there's a, a lot of those. There's more of those. United, well, not more. There was more. There was more that came home. There was, yeah. but there was a lot that didn't. Yeah, well, then you have to think. You know, they came home, but how messed up was it afterwards? Yeah, and some of, and again, I mean, even in that war, it's a it's a small percentage, you know. If you look at the statistics, it's like only only a small percentage. Even large wars like that are actually in combat, see serious combat. Mm-hmm. And of that percentage that sees combat, only a percentage die. You know, uh, some amount of them get injured, and then some of them get out unscathed. And then a lot of times, the ones that get out unscathed, you know, they have some sort of um, survivor guilt. Mental problems, mental issues. I wouldn't just say mental issues. It's it seems a little uh, cold, but it definitely well, messes them up. Yeah, and they have they have issues mentally. Well, yeah, but yeah, you're right. Um, I, yeah, it's an awful thing. There's not a lot to romanticize about it. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> although you just, you just get the happy stories out of it. Although I do, I do love watching the war movies with the love interests. Oh, no, everyone does. Well, not everyone, but a lot of people <laughs> um, do. There's a reason you. they're popular. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, I think we should wrap this up. It's been okay. Around, that was fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Maybe we'll do this again next time. Yeah, like I said, uh, another Womp 2 mini-sode. Awesome, awesome. We'll see you later. All right. Thank you for listening. Uh, take care and tune in for our next episode. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram, 
WOMTU, W-O-M-T-U. And then also you can follow us on Facebook and on YouTube. Yeah, do it. All righty. Bye. Bye.